Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Season's greetings and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Allen. I am J.P. Mosier. And we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you what makes them great, why we think they're awesome, and why you should too. J.P., how you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing fantastic. So we're between seasons, yep. so uh, we want to keep you guys hanging out with us. And We were all set up to record an interview with somebody, and it was running a little behind, so we thought, let's make good use of our time. Yeah. Let's record a, a, betweener, a tweener episode. That's right. Um, and the fantastic... Fantastic! I'm going to use the. Uh, we're going to talk about something a little different. Uh, we're going to talk about a movie, some yeah. music from a movie. Yes. Uh, not just a movie, no. a movie from 1987. Yep. I'm going to give you the three biggest movies of 87. Okay, and then I'm going to tell you my three favorite movies from 87. Okay, okay. okay so this one, this movie that we're talking about was released in 87. Number one in grossing, Three Men and a Baby. Wow, I really? Know, who saw that coming? Wow. Not me. It wasn't even on my radar. Number two, RoboCop. And number three, Dirty Dancing. Um, okay. Dirty Dancing we'll probably talk about in the future because good music on that. My three favorites from 87, Over the Top with uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. By the way, we I should have prepped you on this, but we didn't really have time to prep. Have you heard Winner Takes It All? Uh, it's gosh. by Sammy Hagar. Okay. And the band, all the music is done by one Edward Van Halen. Oh, solid. Plays bass, okay. guitar, everything. It's from like, Over the Top? It's from Over the Top. Okay. It's called Winter Takes It All. The hit from that one is Meet Me Halfway by Kenny Loggins. We oh. may do that one in the future. But yeah. Number two for me movie, Princess Bride from oh, 87. Oh, yeah. Uh, come solid. on. That's sure. got to be on everybody's list. And yep. number three, the one we're talking about today, Ernest Goes to Camp. Yes. Jim Varney. Come on. This is a, a recurring theme. We somehow bring up Ernest frequently on our yeah. podcast, and we got some time, and it's between seasons, so yeah. we realize this may not be one that would be dedicated to an episode in the season, but we do these weird yeah. go-betweens. Betweeners, yeah. So so this is it. Ernest Goes to Camp. Listen, I'm going to I'm gonna submit one more movie from me. I'm not okay. going to go through the whole list, but one more movie from 87 that I love to this day. Masters of the Universe. Okay. Masters of the Universe. I love it. It's bad. Yeah. It's not good, but man, I love it. Speaking of not good, the one I was looking up the list, Ernest actually hit number 29 on that list. Really? Number 30 is Superman 4. Yeah. (laughs) Like widely considered, yes, widely considered to be the worst worst Superman. Superman. uh, Which it's not, by the way. Superman 3 is the worst Superman. No. Oh, me and Rob differ on this. I love Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor's good. He's great. But I'm just saying, Superman 3 is the the worst one. It's the worst one. Superman 4, I still watch. Actually, I watched it probably two weeks ago. See, I I watched 3 probably more than all growing up. Wow. Because that's the one that I had recorded. Dang. I guess that's one that we got to. Dang. Wow. Anyway, uh, Ernest okay, goes to we're camp. Not, we're back on Ernest. Yeah. So th- for those of y'all that haven't seen Ernest, we'll give a little basic storyline. First of all, if you haven't seen Ernest, we need to let you know. And we need to let you know also that it's going to be difficult at this point for you to see it mm-hmm. because uh, it's hard to find. Yeah. It's not it's, streaming anywhere. And DVDs are selling for like ridiculously expensive, like between sixty and eighty dollars online. If you're looking it up, Um, a few years ago I was joking with Rob. I found a bunch of Blu-rays of Ernest Goes to Camp at the like dollar store, and I gave them to some family members. Dad's got one. Uncle Mark has one, and they're like, "Why?" You know, everybody's like, "I was like, bet they're wishing they had it now." That's right. This will be worth something someday. Put that junk on eBay. It's collectors item. If JP gives you magic beans, you hold on to those beans, (laughs) son. Don't you be wasting those beans. Um, 
Yeah, but you can keep going, or I can talk about the storyline. Just yeah, tell okay. us. Uh, so Ernest is a he's a camp Kickakee. It's yes. a summer camp for boys. Oh, I love it. It's on an Indian land. Uh, it's got Iron Eyes Cody. He's the Indian guy. Yeah, uh, this guy. He was born in 1904. Okay, and he's like the Indian in everything. Right. He's Bob Hope's pale face. Keep America yeah. beautiful commercials for those of y'all who remember those. Right. It's that. That's guy. where the like the Native American guy. He's going through like a he's going down like a a creek, you know, in like a, a kayak. Yeah, and it's all polluted and everything polluted and then he gets out to the shore and there's trash everywhere and people are driving and all smog and then he turns to the camera and he sheds a single tear there it is i mean it's just beautiful it's been parodied on you know other things but that that's the iconic iron eyes Cody that's moment so it's him and this group. Do you want to talk about Iron Eyes? Well, I just had a thing on Iron Eyes Cody. That when he's we, not Indian? He's not Native American. He's not Native American. He's Italian. Yep, Italian. Uh, yeah, that's so And good. it came out after he died. Uh-huh. Uh, he died in 1999, I think. And somebody uh, from like New York Times or somebody had raised a question uh, just a couple years earlier and kind of started to look into it. And after he died, it was confirmed that he was of uh, Sicilian heritage, born in Louisiana. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so he just made a career out of playing Native American. American characters. <laughs> he was like he lived the gimmick, like off screen, in order to keep up the appearance. So he could be that role. Yeah, that's good. But he, yeah, big so, big old liar. So, Hollywood yeah. Walk of Fame. He's got a star in the yeah, Walk, of Walk of Fame. Big old liar, <laughs> built on lies. So it's him and this group of juvenile delinquents known as the Second Chancers. The they, Second Chancers. The Second Chancers. Yeah. They come to, to camp. Uh, they're getting in fights and such. Long story short, Ernest always wants to be a counselor, ends up becoming their counselor, and they have to eventually save the camp. I'm not going to tell them. He gets beat up by Lyle Oh, man, I can't wait to talk about that. We'll talk about that in the Meet the Cast section. Okay. Let's right. take a break. We'll play the Meet the Band jingle. Okay. Pretend like it's a band, but we're going to meet the cast <laughs> from this movie. Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all Let's meet the cast. Okay. <laughs> so real quick, I'm going to rapid fire through the cast, and then we'll jump into what we talk about, which is the music, the songs, because that's uh, that's something that we definitely want to talk about since yeah. it's a, we're a music podcast. Uh, John Vernon plays Sherman Crater. He's the bad guy. Um, great yeah. bad guy. Great bad guy. What a butthole. What a bad guy. <laughs> right. Carries a gun. I mean, he carries this, like, shotgun. Yeah, like he's try- he tr- literally tries to shoot Ernest yeah. with a rifle. Oh, man. The the blade, the stone, and the arrow. Come on. Oh, my goodness. So good. Okay, but y'all know him as Dean Wormer in Animal House, the mayor in Dirty Harry, or Fletcher in the Outsaw, Outlaw Josie Wales. Okay. So he's been in some movies. He's got these, these roles. Yeah. Um, the Cook... Jake trying yes. to make eggs erroneous. Eggs erroneous. Gaylord Experimental Sartain. Series 106. Gaylord Sartain. Yes. Um, famous on Hee Haw. Yeah. Uh, and he designed Leon Russell's album covers. No Did kidding. You know? No. Great painter. If you guys look up the cover for The Will of the Wisp, it's a 1975 uh, Leon Russell album. The song on there called Little Hotaways, one of my favorites. Um, Lady Blue is the hit off that, but it's so smooth. Anyway, the guy Taylor that de- Sartain. the guy that wow. designed his album cover is the cook, and Ernest goes to camp. My second favorite Gaylord Sartain role is in the movie The Replacements. Yeah, uh, yeah. Keanu Reeves. He yeah. plays like a, a coach. Yeah, uh, I can't good. remember offensive, defensive, whatever. But uh, yeah, he plays a nice little role in that too. We talked about Lyle Alzado, football player. He plays uh, Brock Stinson, the really bad guy. Yeah, um, he's basically the bad guy's accomplice. He's the that, muscle that beats up Ernest, and we'll talk about it. And Man. gee, I'm glad it's raining here in a minute. It's about to get emotional. Guys. He really broke Ernest's nose. I in did the not fight know that. scene, he really punched him in the nose and it broke Ernest's nose. I did not know that. That's good. Good. Dynamite drop in. Yeah. Um, the guy that plays Crutchfield is a guy named Scott Minfield. He went on to oh, be yeah. the vocalist in, or one of the voices in Phineas and Ferb. And, what? And Teen Titans Go. 
What? Crutchfield? Crutchfield. No is way. A vo- is a voice actor. Yep. Dang. Another one of the Second Chance Boys, Jacob Vargas, played Butch Vargas. They didn't even change his last name. Um, let him keep his name. He's in all kinds of movies, most notably as Selena's brother in oh. the biopic of Selena with J-Lo. So he plays Selena's brother. Um, the guy that plays Brooks, who is one of the uh, rival campers, is a guy named Richard Spike Jr. He's low-key and supernatural and is apparently a fairly good musician. Okay. And he's in a band now called Dick Jr. and the Volunteers. Check them wow. out. He's a he's a famous mu- or a professional musician now. Okay. So we could have probably had him on the talk music. I know you've got somebody you want to talk cast-wise, right? Did you have a cast fact? Uh, no, that was it. My Iron Eyes, Iron Eyes Iron Cody, Cody was my was cast your, was fact, fact. Yeah, okay. and exposing then, him as the liar that he is. <laughs> and then Jim Varney. Man, I grew up on this guy's Dude. Ernest. Ernest Saves Christmas is my favorite Christmas movie. Okay. We'll talk about it on a, that's, solid. That's my number one Christmas movie. Uh, think, and this movie is in my top ten all time. This is in my top ten movies of all time. Man, that's, if you talk about the ten movies, people have been doing that. That's ten difficult. movies that define them. Yeah, this one is in my top ten. I used Man. to watch all his commercials. I actually did an Ernest skit in kindergarten. I played Ernest oh. and did a thing on band aids. So uh, my my dad, when I was in like uh, fifth grade, uh, had a job in Nashville for which he had to commute, and he had to live here. Um, and um, he lived. In like a mother-in-law apartment, you know, like a single room, you know, thing. Uh-huh. His neighbor was John Cherry, who directed this. That's awesome, right? Oh, so um, good. It's, cool. This was recorded at Montgomery uh, State Park, Montgomery Bells Park, which is not far from us here in Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, this is I didn't play to talk about this, but they uh, I called up there and I was like, okay, was Ernest recorded there? Uh-huh. And they're like, yes, Ernest goes to campus, recorded here and there. And this was in this would have been 2017, and they're like, we're thinking of doing a showing of Ernest goes to camp. In this park, and we want to get some of the the people that are still alive to come do a big thing. Would you come? Yeah. And I was like, absolutely, Dude. I'm there. Yeah. And they couldn't get enough interest in oh, it. Man. I was are like, you kidding for the 30th anniversary uh, of th- Ernest 30, Goes to Camp? Think about watching Ernest Goes to Camp, 30th anniversary, at the place where it was yeah, recorded. Because You know what? Now that you mention it, I think this might be in my top 10 movies, too. Yeah. Uh, it's so important. Oh, it is. I've seen it's it so childhood. many times. Me too. It's really good. So a few, a few, uh, a few weeks ago on, in our Facebook group, I asked the question, is is Ernest Goes to Camp a great movie, or is it just a great movie for kids? You know uh-huh. what I mean. Yeah. And to the to the man, everybody said just great movie. Period. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. It's still good. It, for every little thing about it is good. Like all the all the funny little details are right. It's got so many great gags. Is that a rabbit over there? Yeah, I know. All that yeah, business. So right. Good. The, the go kart running through the or the golf cart running, running through the camp the, the whole camp, time. Yeah. The turtle raining Pokey. down fire. Yeah, all that stuff. A- I mean, it's just funny, man. But. It's, but let's jump into the music because yes. we are a music podcast. We know that's why you guys came to the show yeah. is to hear us talk about the music. That's so, right. I don't know which track to start with. Um, you cannot buy a soundtrack of Ernest Goes to Camp. Right. For those of y'all that are looking, it's not out there. There's a total of seven songs that are played in the movie. Okay. Um, and we're, may, well, Rob may have an eighth, I think, but we're <laughs> going to um, – I was prepared to talk about three. Yeah, um, we can talk about the popular ones. Where we you got to talk? I think you got to start with "Happy Together" by the Turtles. Okay, okay, right? We can start with that. That's good. That's a- singing it as as they walk through the camp and and they play it, you know, instrumentally during different sections. The and main all that time stuff. they introduce it is when Ernest gets his pet turtle. Yeah. bites his nose and yes. is hanging on his nose. Pokey, Pokey the turtle. Um, so they play Happy Together. Play Let's Happy play Together. A little bit of, this is this Happy is, Together by the, the Turtles. This is the original. And then we'll play the better version by Weezer. <laughs> Everybody knows this song. Imagine me and you, I do. I think 
Drum fill right there. Nice. And you say you belong to me. Lose my mind. Imagine how the world could be. If you're not head bobbing, you're wrong. <laughs> Hit that chorus, boys. So good. I Happy to, Together by the Turtles. I wanted to see how many pets of Ernest Rob know. Um, I can tell you how many I know real quick. Okay. There's the song probably... went number one, by the way, in 1967. Really? Yeah. Maybe we'll have to do a Happy, Happy Together. Together. It's it's worthy of an episode. I my, think. my thing that I think is so neat is that they introduced this song in the turtle scene. Sure. That's, I mean, come yep. on. That's pretty And good. they play it like later when they're like militarizing the turtles. Absolutely. They play it again. They Death bring from it back. above. Death from above. So good. Okay, so this is, this is Pokey as turtle. He also had an ant farm. As he mentions in this movie, when they're like, Ernest, did you have any leadership experience? Where they're asking if he wants to be a counselor. And he's like, well, I had an ant farm once. So we know he's had an ant farm. He's okay. had Pokey the Turtle. Yeah. Uh, and Ernest goes to jail, and Ernest scared stupid. He had Rimshot, his mm. dog, which was actually the second of Ernest's dogs because in all of his commercials, he had a dog named Shorty, um, which was like. Shorty. Yeah, exactly. So those are the pets. Um, and that's from Happy yeah. Together. Um, next song, do we go, do we jump straight to the heartstrings? And yeah, go? maybe so. Okay, we're going to play a little of this. Gee, I'm glad it's raining. Okay, Ooh, when I was, boy. this was the first song, we've talked about it before, that I remember crying in <laughs> as a child. I was in, I was six years old. My mom was on a missions trip in Honduras, and they play this scene where Ernest gets beat up by Lal Al Zodo, and he's got the, the line, what they wanted was a hero. All I needed was come a friend. On, we're going to play on. a little bit of it, and think about this. Jim Varney recorded this in one take. This is really? one take, one shot, one kill, Jim Varney. And they said when he was recording it, like, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. When he oh, was man. Done. It's so real. It's and you need so to see genuine. It, you need to see it in context of the movie. But play a little bit yeah. of it, and then I have a, a, tie, a takeaway. Thanks, kid. Oh, oh my goodness. Me. <laughs> I was a counselor. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I had everything. Oh, Ernest. And now, and now it's, it's all, all gone. gone. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, he's so genuine. I watched this like three days ago, and I still got choked up. I know, right? My wife's looking at me like, what is wrong with you? Miss Jim Varney. Uh. Uh. Dang it. Gee, I'm glad it's raining. There's always something to be thankful for. I always appreciated his, he sounds like he's from New York or something I'm when he's singing. glad it's raining. Cause no one sees your teardrops when it pours. And no one knows the thunder is your heartbreak oh. in disguise. Oh my gosh. They think. The rainy nights. Kids are crying. Oh. In your Punching the baseball glove here in yeah. a minute. <laughs> sure I'm glad it's raining. The gentle rhythm soothes the pain inside. Dang it. I'm 
glad the stars aren't shining. Oh, they're, now they're taking the stuff down off the wall. They're going to have to close the camp. Because Ernest blew it. To hide. Mm. Man. I thought I was singing to Pokey. This line right here. I could count on till the end. <clears throat> what they wanted was a hero. All I needed was a friend. Okay. Oh, boy. Anyway. It's, I'm glad it's, geez, okay, come on. I, I, this is the takeaway that I give credit to my wife for discovering. This is why this is the saddest of all hooks. Okay. I want you to play you another song. Okay. I want to play you When Somebody Loved Me by the saddest singer ever, Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> from Toy Story 2. Oh, no. And this is going to be like, what just happened? Okay, okay, so we're already, you've got the melody. Yeah. So now we're going to mm-hmm. listen to... When Somebody Loved Me okay. by Sarah McLaughlin from Toy Story 2. This is the Jesse scene. So wait for this. You're going to be like, what just happened? When somebody loved me. What? Whoa. It's the same hook. Every oh, man. The two saddest scenes. Within my heart. And when she was sad. Oh, what? my gosh. <laughs> They took the saddest singer and put it with the saddest with song, the, with the saddest, saddest hook. melody. Here's how it ties all together. Do Gosh. you know who plays Slinky in Toy Story 2? Jim Freaking Varney. Jim Varney. Wow. So there you go. There's the tie-in. Dang it. I, my wife was playing that. She's like, oh, that's from Toy Story. <laughs> She's like, I'm like, that's not from Toy Story. It's Ernest. So anyway, when she's like, somebody loved me. I know, oh. right? That just happened. Dang. Charlie Chaplin said it best. I always like walking in the rain so nobody could see me crying. There you go. Charlie Chaplin quote. Dang it. All right. So now that y'all are down, we got to pick you up. Yeah. We got to bring it up. We got to bring this thing up. Yep. So Bravehearts. Yes. Gary Chapman. Come on. This song is 80s. Ah, yeah. The 80s yeah. just growl. It's the best kind of like montage music. You absolutely. know what I'm saying? It's absolutely. This is perfect. Rocky meets Ernest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let's hit a little bit of it. Yeah. Now we're back. And we're back. Give me that pedal tone in a minor key. Yes. Any day. So the good, 80s dude. guitar underneath. Like for 80s, like montage, um, you know what I mean? Like Rocky. That's no easy way The Rocky way movies out. are like yeah. the kings, yeah. right? Uh-huh. You've got, yeah, no easy way. You go, uh, Hearts like, on Fire. Win in the End from uh, Teen Wolf. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like that. It's just, those kind of songs. Oh, man. The movies just make them perfect. You yeah, know what that's I mean? Good. That's it, good. Like if you heard that song just on your own, 
I don't know how you would feel about it. But you pair it with the right montage. You get the team of second chancers putting together yeah. the comeback. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, good. they got their tent burned and That's everything. Right. Their TP. Oh, so good. Now their hearts are brave. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Dude, okay. Can I talk a little theory about Braveheart? Please. Yes. Okay. I wanted you. I was like, Rob, please cover the theory section on this. Okay. So there's so some good. really interesting chords. Uh, it's So it's really in the key of. Uh, the chorus is in D flat. We're in the key, we're in the like key signature of D flat, but it's moving around a lot. Um, starts on B so, flat minor. That's right. It starts in B flat minor, and the the chords for the verse are are sort of centered around B flat minor. But uh, I'm going to play a little bit from the intro, and you can hear these chords really plainly. It's going to go B flat minor, and then we've talked about a pedal tone where the bass doesn't move and the chords kind of move around it. Um, so uh, B flat minor, then you've got a G flat over B flat. So it's hopping down to like if the B minor is six mm-hmm. uh, in the key of D flat, mm-hmm. then uh, it's then it's a six, then it's a four over six. And then it's an E flat over B flat, E flat major over B flat, uh, which would be which would be a two major if you're in the that's key right. of D that's over right. two the major minor. over six, yeah. yeah, which is a really unique chord and it gives it this really kind of cool movement. And then it's like an F seven over a B flat, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and then it gets to some more more typical stuff. But check check this out. This is cool. B flat minor, G flat over B flat, E flat over B flat. F7 over B flat. Does the same thing over the verse. Really neat feeling. And then here's straight G flat, A flat, flat. E flat. So it really it's it really is the 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 B flat treatment of the of the verse is really more of a true like hey we're actually in b flat minor mm-hmm. um some of the way they structure the chords around it it's not like we're in b flat minor but we're just kind of waiting to get to, to d get flat to, which you hear a lot key. even though they do end up in the relative major of of d flat um and then you've got the pre-chorus which goes a really unusual way to get from the relative uh minor to the relative major for the chorus they they, uh, they take a, a kind of a weird way around so let's take a listen to that it's going to start on first of all a B major chord. We're yeah. in B flat minor, and its first chord is going to be a B flat no, major. No, no, a B major. I mean a B major. Yeah. So let's check it out. Here we go. Okay, here we go. B. B flat minor. A flat minor. G flat over B flat. B flat. E flat minor. A flat suspended. Which is the five. Which is the five of the D flat. Really unique. Uh, really unique progression you know oh, what i mean so good and that's something you don't you don't hear those kind of progressions anymore that was kind of a an 80s staple that you would get you know stuff like that to to get somewhere so that's very cool that that song is just so motivational it makes me want to get a peloton you know what i mean like <laughs> <laughs> yes. and have like Ernest motivating you on the camera yeah like yeah. let's go just you show me that it. just show me them building that tp again dude that's so funny i mean i would ride for three minutes we'll get We'll get out the lantern shooter. We'll, we'll be ready. <laughs> oh man, such a good movie! Oh my gosh, I love it. Uh, and we talked about too. This we, I joked about the blade, the stone, and the arrow. But yeah. R- Ernest does the paper, rock, scissors. Paper, rock, scissors. That's right. And, and I that's think, why we say paper, rock, scissors. That's right. Uh, Everybody else I know, I think we and we asked this question too uh, online on a, in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Great Song Pod. Uh, is uh, do you guys say paper, rock, scissors or, or rock, rock, paper, paper scissors? scissors yeah. And almost everybody 
if not everybody, said, what are you talking about? It's rock, paper, scissors. But we both say paper rock. Because Ernest. Because of Ernest Goes to Camp. Paper, rock, scissors. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. So I'm, I'd never even assumed it was anything else. I mean, what, you know what I'm saying? So as crazy as it sounds to everybody else, I wonder if everybody who grew up on this movie also <laughs> says paper rock. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's so weird. Um, I wanted to say something about uh, the – so – the couple that wrote Bravehearts. Yes. Um, yes. Alice and Shane. Ke- Alice and Shane Keister. Keister. Um, they uh, have written a lot of stuff, especially Shane, uh, I think, has written more than Alice. I think she wrote the lyrics maybe for Bravehearts. Mm-hmm. Um, but he uh, he also produced uh, the score for not only this, which is great, but he also did the score for the Jim Varney uh, movie called Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam. His first movie. Yeah, and it's weird. It's man. weird. It's, yeah. it's great in a totally different way from if, this. If you wanted, if it was weird for me because I watched the Ernest commercials and uh-huh. I liked Ernest Goes to Camp, and then I went back and watched Dr. Yeah. Otto and I was like, what? That's not Ernest. Yeah. That's not Jim Varney. It's completely different. It's not Ernest, yeah. But what's, so did, when you were a kid, did you watch Hey Vern, It's Ernest? Oh, yeah. The Saturday morning show? Okay. Absolutely. So there were some characters on Hey Vern, It's Ernest. Ernest, that specifically the one that you'll you'll know if, if you're listening and you watched it. You remember the guy that had the hand on top of his head? And Absolutely. He, was like, <laughs> he was sort of a, a precursor to like a Fire Marshal Bill in yeah. some ways, yeah. right? Oh, that's um, good. I never made that He connection. had the hand on top of his head. That character is Dr. Otto in Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloombeam. Uh, good luck finding that, by the yeah. way. But like, If you think he, Ernest goes to camp, it's hard to find. Yeah. Try to find Dr. Otto. Yeah. But so like I rented it when I was, you know, a kid or uh-huh. whatever. Um, but uh, so some of the stuff that he does in that ends up in Hey Vern, It's Ernest, the TV show, uh, which should definitely be streaming somewhere. All this stuff should be streaming somewhere. And you can get the a, commercials, uh, most of the sure, commercials. Sure, on YouTube, that you kind of thing. You can get that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, um, so, but anyway, Shane Keister also won a Dove Award, which is like the Christian music industry version of the Grammy. You know, it's the whatever uh, for instrumental album of the year, uh, along with get this: Michael Omardian, Dan Huff, Tommy Sims, Tom Hemby, Terry McMillan, and Chris Rodriguez uh, for the for an album called The Players. It's in like our dream team, dude. I, it's like incredible. So I I couldn't find it. It's not streaming anywhere. It's not even. I don't think it's available for purchase even on like uh, iTunes. So I ordered so a CD off Amazon. Yeah. I, I don't have it yet, but I'll report back on what I find because it's sure to be incredible. Sure to be. Guys, this has been wonderful. I'm, uh, you got anything, Rob? I got, I got two more things to share. Run it out. Two more things. One, one song that you that oh, you oh, neglected. There's some other songs on there. Yeah, sorry. I forgot to mention those. Which one did you want to talk about? Okay, so the, I know there's an Ashley Cleveland song uh-huh. that's part of it's, another montage. We're going to win this one. We're going to win this one. But for the life of me, and I didn't get to watch this yeah, in prep. Yeah, it's when they're putting together, it. it's when they're putting together the TP. Can you sing time. it? Yeah, uh, not well. Any yeah, of it? No, it, not Just give me the hook. hook. I'd have to go back okay, and play. Okay, all right. But I couldn't find it anywhere. And there's. Other songs on there, Lost Without Love uh, by W.T. Davidson, Doing Time by Jackie Welch, and okay. then Quando Condo. Quando Condo. Quando Condo. That's the one I'm going to play. And he turns into that's, a singer there that's at the right. end. Here we go. And it's great, and I, I hope they did this on purpose, but it's playing over the credits as they roll. Bravehearts is playing, and then he's, he's singing Quando Condo. He, he, he eats the eggs erroneous that they've been working on this whole time, sort of falls out of frame, and comes back up dressed like an opera singer yeah. with like a fancy mustache and everything. Uh, Everything and he's singing this condo, condo. When will you come to my condo? <laughs> and he hits this high note, right? He goes condo right over this chord that it matches in uh, Brave Hearts. Hearts yeah. Okay, so take a listen to this. This is so great, and this is terribly low quality. This is like somebody literally recorded off their TV, but this is the only way I could find it. 
same. Here it is. I mean, it's perfect. Oh, it's funny. It's just perfect. At least nobody got hurt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, so that guy, the guy that played Eddie, um, I went to I went to school in the the Nashville Middle Tennessee Middle Tennessee area for one year in sixth grade, and we watched these videos on Laserdisc that were called. Um, Oh my gosh, what were they called? No, um, The Adventures of Jasper Woodbury. Okay. Okay. And it was like educational, you know, type stuff. But it Magic had some, school bus, had some story. Rock. You know what I mean? It was like, but it was like, uh, it wasn't animated or anything. It okay. was just, um, you know, real time. And it was called The Adventures of Jasper Woodbury. And Eddie from Ernest Goes to Camp was Jasper Woodbury. Oh, cool. He was the main character. Uh, and so I was like, oh, you know, I thought he was like a mega star. You yeah. know what I mean? He's in our in, in videos. Anyway, that's just, cool. Just for my class on laser dance. Eddie got replaced by. By Bobby, um, as you yes. move along in the future, Ernest, and That's that guy right. is from Middle Tennessee, right? Is he okay? Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of just there's a lot of Nashville in this movie. Absolutely, you know I, mean? I had a um, I had a camp counselor at the YMCA when I went to like uh, day camp at the Y in Nashville between fifth and sixth grade, who was an extra in Ernest Scared Stupid. Okay, if you uh, Mr. Will was his name, <laughs> couldn't tell you what his last name is, but if you're watching Ernest Scared Stupid, there's a scene where they go into the uh, movie theater and the little trolls or whatever are sort of invading the movie theater, and uh, uh, there's a guy dressed as a Ninja Turtle, and he kind of throws some popcorn in the air. That's Mr. Will. Shouts out YMCA, Mr. And Mr. Will. Will. How about Miak. that? Yeah, Miak. The, uh, and you got to tell the stuffed animals. Okay, so this is this my is other one. my other. Interesting earnest story is uh, when I was in uh, elementary school, um, my teacher um, had the, the the prop, the elephant that's dressed like Ernest from this movie. He's got a stuffed animal that he sings to. Actually, he's got yeah. it on the on the bed with him. Sing, carries it around. It's his stuffed animal. Yeah, and it's and it wears a, a denim vest like he wears. Same hat. Yeah, um, and um, so my teacher uh, and her, I want to say her daughter, I believe. Um, got to be on set the day that they finished filming this movie. And, um, and so they were like giving away some of the props and stuff. And so her daughter got this, the, the, the elephant. That's amazing. And, um, and so she brought it to the classroom and we had an assignment. She would, we had to write an earnest story. She named the, the elephant Ernest, and, uh, we had to take it home for a weekend and then write a, uh, a story about it. And so um, so I've had the elephant from this movie at, chilling at my house That's for a weekend so cool. and wrote a story about it. I wish I still had it. It was probably, you know, terrible. But uh, <laughs> Probably smells wonderfully. Yeah. But so, yeah, I've, I've, I've met the elephant from this, movie. <laughs> from this movie. I've met the stuffed elephant. That's so good. Yeah. Guys, thanks for doing this. Thanks for, uh, hopefully this is a nice little tie over yeah. for you until we get back into season six. And That's right. It's the perfect the- time of the year for summer camp. You know what I mean? That's so, right. Uh, it's summer camp. Great summer camp movie. It. If you guys never went to summer camp, I'm sorry. I never did. Re- what? No. Nah. Oh, my God. I went to, like, daycare. Oh, I never man. went to summer camp. So good. I used mm. to go to Signal Mountain Youth Camp for the Church of God every year. I'd go to Camp Utananochi. Hey, now. When I was— You uh, watch your mouth. I know, right? They had Anirondacks. Do you know what those are? They're, like, three-sided cabins. Oh, okay. So, like, only the guys stayed in those, but, like, there was, like, it's like a cabin. Those of y'all that know what an Anirondack is, give me a virtual high five right now. Because <laughs> it's a three-sided cabin where one's just open into, like, the woods. Really? The guys thought it was neat because you could— 
you know, use the restroom. Just, just go right out there, and there you go. All right. Oh, anyway. Okay. All, all right. right. Anyway. anyway, listen, we'll be back with uh, season six. We want to let, let you guys know, like, season six is coming right around the corner. What's the date on that? August? August the 19th. 19th. We'll so be back we'll be season six. And let me tell you, it's going to be a good, solid one. We've got, we've got interviews with almost every single artist that we're talking to this year. I mean, with almost every single artist that we're covering, we have an interview to talk to, to, to the artist who, uh, who was involved. So we're real excited about that, and we hope you guys are too. Thanks for coming along on the journey. Thanks for letting us talk about Ernest Goes to Camp. Maybe we should start a whole sub-podcast about <laughs> no. music from movies, movies that we love. No, no. You know what I mean? That could be a whole other deal. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Maybe in season seven there we'll do go. a series. Uh, if all right. you liked it, let us know. If you're like, just get back to the songs. So. That's right. That's right. So uh, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash great song pod. Join the community there. Or you can just search for great songs and the great people who love them greatly inside Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at great song pod. And as always, you can find archives and merch at great song podcast.com. If you want to support the show, thanks so much for listening. We'll be back August 19th with season six of the great song podcast. Until then, I'm Rob. I'm JP. Go listen to some music.